Hi, this is Erica, host of Paper Hope Street Team, and this is Our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 19-year-old Paige Johnson, who is considered lost and injured. She went missing from Covington, Kentucky on September 23, 2010. She is Caucasian, 5'1", 110 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. Her tongue and navel are pierced, and her hair has highlights in it. If you know of Paige Johnson's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Paige Johnson, please click on the link on Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Express Yourself, for a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Staff Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Young Juan, and I'm so happy to be back. And I'm Claire Durant. This is my first time co-hosting, and I'm so excited. Today, we're talking about scams. And scams actually happen a lot more than people suspect. Although the most common scams are probably still computer hacking, there are lots of types ranging in different seriousness. Whether it be a friend hacking your Facebook for fun, or a thief stealing your social security ID, or someone in a foreign country trying to access all your credit cards or bank accounts, scams are on the rise and it's necessary to be careful. Absolutely. Some of the most common scams, according to the FBI, include the Nigerian letter, telemarketing fraud, identity theft, advanced fee schemes, healthcare fraud, and even scholarship and summer program scams. It seems it pays off to thoroughly validate anything that could possibly be suspicious. And in today's show, we'll be talking all about safety procedures and the different types of scams that can occur. We also have two special treats today, which I can assure you aren't scams. We'll interview author Ashley Elston with her book, The Rules for Disappearing, that discusses fake identities and the witness protection program. And we'll also be auditioning for a new field reporter who has thrilling topics, physic, psychic, and paranormal scams. I'm excited about this, young Joe. And in our last segment, we'll wrap up the show with some dating scams and as well as well as some tips on how to stay safe from common hijinks. But first, we have reporter Ryan Sims to talk about scholarship scams. Hello, Ryan. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine. How about you guys? We're doing great. We're really excited to hear you talk about scholarship scams. 
Okay, so um, I'm just going to give a little bit of background information. Ever since the beginning, there have been two types of people, the scammed and the scammers. We can see this manifest itself in a variety of ways in different TV shows and different parts of our everyday culture, like Tom and Jerry, Tweety and Sylvester, or even Roadrunner and Willie Coyote. However, with the advancement of technology and its various benefits also come risks. The risks of becoming scammed have exponentially gone up in just the past 10 years alone. This isn't only in the United States, but in the entire international community as a whole. And in recent years, this has become most apparent in scholarship scams. Nowadays, college is so expensive that many students worry about how they're going to be able to pay for it. And as a result, an estimated 350,000 students who have trouble discriminating between, between legitimate scholarships and scams fall victim to scholarship scams, which cost the United States more than $5 million annually. So here are five popular scholarship scams that you should be aware of to avoid getting scammed yourself when you're looking into different scholarships this summer as you prepare to apply to different colleges. So the first one is application fees. If you ever have to pay some sort of processing fee for your scholarship, the money you send is almost never returned. Just remember that scholarships are typically given from charitable organizations or are given charitably, and they wouldn't require such fees. A second sort of scam that happens a lot are free seminars. Sometimes emails get sent out inviting you to attend a free seminar on financial aid or other forms of knowledge on college. Do your research beforehand and see if these seminars are actually legitimate. More often than not, these seminars are designed to sell insurance or investment products rather than actually giving you helpful advice. The third popular scam is a scholarship without any entry. Sometimes you log into websites, ads pop up saying, congratulations, you've just won a $10,000 scholarship to college. Please send in a $100 processing fee to obtain your reward. This should throw up some heavy, big warning signs right away because as said before, you shouldn't be trusting scholarships with application fees. And also just keep in mind that things typically aren't free in life and most scholarships wouldn't have you be a part of just logging onto a website and then you pop up. Most of the time, you have to be applying to these scholarships. Fourth of all are time-sensitive scholarships. Note that this is different from a scholarship with a deadline. What I'm talking about are the type of scholarships that claim to be available for the only the first lucky applicants. Remember that legitimate scholarships are typically designed to give equal everyone an equal shot, not just for the few 100 lucky people. And the last but not least popular scam that you should be aware of are sweeping claims. Here's some few examples of some. So this scholarship is guaranteed or your money back. And to hold the scholarship for you, I need your bank account number or credit card. So just be aware and make sure to use your common sense when you're looking at the information given about these scholarships, because sometimes these sweeping claims are given that you can tell just have no legitimacy or backing to them. It's really sad these days that some people would would try to take advantage of youth who are just trying to get an education. However, as technology improves and becomes even more streamlined, it will become easier and even more convenient for these con artists and scammers to try and scam people. The only thing we as people can do is to constantly be on our guard and to try and use our common sense. So I'm just going to be basically wrapping up all the five popular scams that I went over. The first are application fees, 
don't trust any scholarship that makes you pay these outrageous application fees or just be wary if they're making you pay any at all. Second are emails that sound a little bit sketchy that talk about free seminars. The third are scholarships that you didn't even apply for, yet they claim that you've won some sort of scholarship. The fourth are time-sensitive scholarships, the ones that say the first 100 are going to get a scholarship, which does, just doesn't work because scholarships are designed to give everyone an equal shot. And fifth, sweeping claims just use common sense when analyzing whether or not you want to apply for these scholarships. Thanks, Ryan. Actually, this is really applicable to me because just this week, I got this really weird email, or not email, but little pamphlet in the mail saying that I was invited to a scholarship. I had to pay a $60 processing fee and I searched it up and actually it is kind of a scam. So there's definitely a lot of these out there. Yeah, I definitely agree. They'll not only just have websites trying to scam you, but they're also going to be sending letters. And sometimes these letters even have prestigious <laughs> college university names on them. So you always have to make sure if there's these five warning signs to look into them just like you did. And have you ever been scammed before? Um, when I was younger, sometimes... Like when I was younger, I was I would go onto these websites to play, you know, those like little online games, and they would say stuff like, "You've won one million dollars. Um, <laughs> shoot the bunny if you want to try and have a chance at winning a free Xbox 360." And when I was younger, I didn't really know much better, so sometimes I would click on those <laughs> stuff. But my parents um, took me to a side, one side, and told me that these things aren't actually legitimate. And even though these seem pretty obvious that they would be scams, sometimes people sometimes even fall for these when they come to scholarships saying, oh, you are the 100th visitor on this website. You get $1,000 scholarship to any university you want. So it's important that we be on our guard and we're always being wary so that we don't fall for these sort of schemes that are trying to not help us with our education, but rather hurt us in trying to get our education. It definitely seems like these con artists are become going to greater lengths to make it look more legitimate. So does that mean that scamming is going to become even a bigger problem in the future, do you think? I really think that scamming is becoming a bigger problem and will continue to become a bigger problem just because colleges are always going to become more expensive in the future and as technology becomes more and more advanced, we're having the iOS 7 just coming out. We have all sorts of new, more advanced technology coming out. It's going to be easier for these con artists or these scammers to find themselves be able to scam people and just be able to scam them of their money. And the motive is definitely there because these people are going to be desperate to be able to go to these colleges in these hard economic times. And what do we do if we are scammed? So what you want to try and do even before getting scammed is to just try not get scammed at all. And that's why you have to, you know, look to the five things I was talking about before. But in the case that you do get scammed, I would just say take it as a warning sign and, you know, take it as a lesson so that you don't get scammed and even worse things in the future like you guys were talking about earlier like Nigerian scam and all those other sort of ones take it as a lesson so that you won't get scammed and those even more significant ones in the future 
And unfortunately, we are out of time today, but thanks for sharing, Ryan. I never knew there were so many scams surrounding scholarships, and I'll definitely be very careful next year when I start applying for my own scholarships. And I'm Young Juan. And I'm Claire Durant. Thanks for all that useful information, Ryan. We have to always remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. When we come back, we have our author, Ashley Elton, to discuss scams in the courtroom. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying us with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Claire Durant. And I'm Young Juwan. Today's show is all about scams, and who better to talk about scams than Ashley Elton herself? Ashley Elston is the daughter of an attorney and grew up surrounded by talk of court cases, crazy clients, and the law in general, all of which triggered the ideas and the rules for disappearing. In Rose for Disappearing, the main character has been six different people in six different places. Madeline in Ohio, Isabella in Missouri, Olivia in Kentucky. But now that she's been transplanted to rural Louisiana, she has decided that this fake identity will be her last. Witness Protection Program has taken nearly everything from her. 
And the back cover of a novel has this quote. I examined my reflection for a few moments more. The changes transform my face. My eyes are stronger. My face looks too thin. The woman is right. No one from my former life would recognize me. I am truly gone. And without further ado, let's welcome Ashley Elston from Shreveport, Louisiana to express yourself. Hi, Ashley. Hi, how are you? Great. So, Ashley, our show today is focusing on scams. And in your novel, The Rules for Disappearing, Meg has to be a lot of different people in a very short period of time under the Witness Protection Program rules. And realizes that the only important rule is actually survival. What experiences did you draw from your own teen years that helped you identify with Meg's journey? Well, I think I probably approached this in the exact opposite way that Meg did. I'm from a very small town in Louisiana where um, everybody knew everything and you couldn't do anything and without everybody finding out. And I thought, how hard would it be to move into a town like that and not be able to, you know, say who you really were or kind of give, you know, any details about your past and, you know, have to lie to everybody that you came across. And I just thought, you know, how hard would that be? So I, I think I looked at it kind of from a different angle. So what was your inspiration then for writing about Megan, the rules for disappearing? I'm fascinated with the witness protection program. I think it is, you know, obviously not a lot of people out there talking about it. Um, and I just, I just thought, what a great backdrop for a, you know, kind of mystery, you know, but with the team, with high school, and you, you know, you have the drama that goes along with high school, um, you know, by itself, and then you throw something kind of crazy like the witness protection program, and I just thought it would just, you know, had a lot of possibilities. And can you give us some background information about the witness protection program and how it works? <laughs> Well, it's kind of funny because they don't tell you, like on the internet, a lot about the witness protection <laughs> program. I guess for good reason. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I've probably seen the same type of shows that you know most people have seen. You know, that deal with the program, and um, you know, I, I did some research on the, you know, the different law enforcement websites that you know handle, you know, people in the program. Um, it was all very general. And so, you know, I kind of took that general idea of it and then, you know, you know, took some, you know, extra steps to make it a little bit more thrilling. Um, so, I, you know, I guess nobody's going to step forward and tell me I, I got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so in one sentence, how would you sum up what the rules uh, for disappearing is about? I would say that it is about... A girl and her family who are relocated to a very small town, and not only does she have to try to fit in, she's got to find out what her family did to get kind of in that situation. So have you always wanted to be an author? Um, I always love to write. I, I really always love to read, um, mainly. I, 
Oh, I, I, lo- I like the idea of becoming an author, but I really didn't think it was, it was something I would ever do. Kind of a dream that, you know, I really thought maybe was out of reach. And I worked as a wedding and portrait photographer for about 10 years and, you know, loved that and had a lot of fun doing that. Um, and then just kind of really started writing a little bit more seriously over the last four or five years. And when this story came to me, um, I just loved it. And it it was easy to write. It was easier than anything else I've ever written. It just kind of flowed. And when I finished the story, I thought that was the first time I really thought, well, let me just see what I can do with this. And, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's a book here. And, um, so, you know, maybe not always wanted to be an thought I could do it, but, you know, certainly love the idea of it. And how does it feel to see your book on the shelves? Crazy. I'm just, (laughs) insane it's awesome and I've got three sons and um, two of them are in middle school and um, it was really awesome to walk into the bookstore and you know let them see it and I don't know I just that's it's so many feelings it's just it's wonderful (laughs) wonderful was there any connection between the like your own siblings and how it influenced like the sister relationship in the book I I have younger siblings, much younger. Um, so not, not necessarily that I grew up kind of, um, within a group of cousins, we were all very close and kind of, you know, spent most of our summers together, kind of going, you know, from one house to another. And, you know, to this day, I feel like I could call on any one of them in a, in a second and they would, you know, be there for me and I would be there for them. And, you know, probably thought about that same, you know, relationship with his sisters in this book, kind of like I feel about my cousins. And what does your dad, the attorney, say about your book? <laughs> this is funny. And when he listens to this, he's probably going to kill me, but he hasn't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has been busy and he just, he wanted, he didn't want it until he could buy it off the shelf himself. <laughs> So, you know, it just came out recently. Um, so he tells me that it's, you know, he's fixing to sit down and read it. So I got my fingers crossed. He'll like it. <laughs> That's so exciting. What are some other, like, true life aspects of the story? Um, it's set in Louisiana in a real-life town called Natchitoches. Um, it's about 45 minutes from where I live here in Shreveport. And I hope that I did the little the little town justice. I, you know, I've been there quite a few times and, um, I'm hoping that the, the locals think that, you know, I kind of got a lot of the details, right. And, you know, there's fun stuff like, uh, swamp pizza that's based off of a local pizza place that does a sweep the swamp pizza that's got crawfish and, um, crab and other really good stuff on it. And, uh, mainly just the Louisiana kind of life that we live around here. And another unrelated question, but if you were placed in the witness protection program, which identity would you choose? Uh, I would probably, I would, well, I would have to stay, you know, somewhat in the South. I don't think I could handle a cold winter at all. <laughs> um, I would, and I, I did, I have all boys. I have three boys, but I had a girl's name, you know, picked out that I've just never gotten to use. So I would probably choose that name just so that it got some use. Um, <laughs> It would probably be Adeline because that's what I was going to name a daughter. So um, that'd probably be my go-to name uh, first off. Was that hunky character in your book, Ethan, based off of a real person? 
Well, I think he is a good characterization of a lot of, you know, good Southern boys. Uh, my husband, um, when I met him, I was, he was, I was 18, he was 21 and he was kind of a farm boy and I, I was kind of a city girl. And so, you know, I probably, I probably put a little bit of him in there, although he, he, uh, probably would kill me for saying that. <laughs> and do you have a favorite quote from a book, a movie or a person? I, I love the quote by Dr. Seuss that says, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorites. Well, thank you, Ashley. I hope you never have to enter the witness protection pro- program. As I don't think I'd be so great at disguises. <laughs> but visit us at our expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Don't go away because we're auditioning a new reporter who will take us into the scams of magic and wizardy when we return. And I'm Youngju On, and make sure to check us out. And her website is ashleyelston.com, and she has a truly exciting novel waiting for everybody. So thanks so much, Ashley, and we'll be right back after the break. Thank y'all so much for having me. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan. 
And I'm Claire Durant. Today we have a brand new reporter auditioning to be a part of the Express Yourself team. I remember when I first auditioned as a reporter, and despite my best efforts, we couldn't get the technology to work between Indiana, Arizona, California, Florida, and New Jersey. But thank goodness our director, Bruce Solstein, and producer, Cynthia Bryan, didn't give up on me. And voila, here I am, co-hosting for my first time. Very exciting. I definitely remember how nervous I was the first time I was on the radio, and also the first time go hosting but it's been only but with a few months of constant reporting I can't believe it's already been a year and a half and I love it so much well now we are reporting a very new reporter Jane Festin from California hi hi Jane hi so um, I'm a new reporter and for everything nerd and I'm super excited to be here talking to you today what is on the agenda for this segment, Nerd Word, is all about the paranormal. Um, in 1997, J.K. Rowling published Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I'm sure we've all heard about this book, a book about magic and wizardry that captured millions of people's minds and imaginations. Thousands, including myself, captured millions of people's uh, brought into this franchise, bought into this franchise, purchasing toy wands and costumes. Yes, costumes. However, this fascination with the paranormal has been has been around for centuries, and the latest Twilight or Teen Wolf episode are no recent phenomena. Since the beginning, man has belie believed that the supernatural is in some way real, and the excitement of ghosts and UFOs, tarot cards, have been used for, by, for profit by industry, whether it is through magazines, books, or TV shows. This pair... Um, this paranormal industry makes millions of dollars every year from people's fascination with the unexplained. Though there is no viable evidence for any paranormal claims, the industry continues to grow and grow. Are we falling for a huge psychic scam? One of these scams I'm sure you've all heard of is the Ouija board, which today is a board marked with letters and numbers that supposedly communicates with the dead. Since the Ouija board was patented, the game has sold over 20 million sets, contacting spirits nearly every day. Some have claimed the spirit boards do actually join together the user and the dead or other forces from beyond by connecting to an inner channel within us all. Though there is another line of thought which states that the user or users are consciously or subconsciously controlling the reading device. This is known as the idiomotor effect, an unconscious or involuntary bodily movement that makes in, that made in, that is made in response to a thought or, or an idea rather than a sensory stimulus like sight, seeing, or hearing. Basically, your muscles are moving without you being completely aware. Even put more simply, the power of suggestion. A few tests of the uh, to check the validity of this theory have been to blindfold participants, rotate the board 180 degrees, and have someone else record the answers given by the spirit. If there really were spirits, the users would not need to see the board for the spirit would guide the planchette or the reading device on its own. In these trials, the users unconsciously move the planchette back to the places they thought the letters were, even though the board was rotated 180 degrees, essentially spelling gibberish. The expectation of the individuals continue to operate despite the board be being rearranged. Um, the expectation is, is essentially what keeps the witches and wizards in business and what sells Ouija boards across the world. From 
Bending keys to spoons, from reading our minds to uncovering our past, psychics and mediums have used trickery and illusion to perceive hidden information and perform supernatural activities. Ooh. James Randi, winner of the MacArthur Award, has investigated hundreds of, cl- of these supposed claims from mediums and psychics debunking their trickery and exposing their scams. According to Randi, psychics bend objects to spoons or keys by bending them beforehand, simply by masking two broken pieces of, let's say, a spoon. A psychic can make it appear as though their mind is melting the spoon in two. Horoscopes, as I'm sure we've all used before, are generic prophecies that can relate relate to nearly every person they reach. There are also palm readings that if you go to any city in America, you can walk down any street, you'll probably see some palm reading center. Psychics claim to be able to read one's palm to foretell the future as well as the past. Ray Hyman, a psychologist, was once a professional palm reader who was dared by a friend one day to say the exact opposite of what his palm read. When Ray did this on his first client, the woman was so aghast at his accuracy that she didn't say a whole a word the whole reading. Ray now believes that it doesn't make a difference what you tell them, more of what you convince them. Why do we ascribe ourselves to these paranormal systems, even though sometimes they prove to be false? Well, perhaps it's to attain more control of our lives, or maybe it's because psychics offer a world of excitement and magic that uplifts us in our mundane lives. Though our world of science, personally, and the cosmos is nearly just as interesting when you compare it to that of witches and wizards of yore. Jane Fessenden is a rising senior at Marimani High School in California. For nearly a decade, Jane has been a part of the La Mirinda Soccer Club, and out of the ni- out of 95 girls' teams, Jane's team ranked 15th in the country, and she is currently the team's captain. When she's not on the soccer field, she is practicing violin, participating in Girl Scouts, drawing in her sketchbook, or coaching younger soccer teams. She also loves grilled cheeses and stargazing on warm summer nights. Thanks, Jane. That was a fascinating segment. What an interesting take you have. So, what are your thoughts on the paranormal? Well, I don't exactly believe in the paranormal at all. (laughs) Ghosts and magic and tarot cards, I think they're just a bunch of baloney. I've never really been interested in those kinds of things. Seriously, I mean, yes, I am a Harry Potter fan, and I do enjoy a good ghost story, but do I really think there is anything out there? No, I'll stick with my science. So do you disprove all paranormal activity? Uh, No, nothing in this necessarily disproves the supernatural altogether. It merely only displays the unlikelihood um, of all this magic. Um, I mean, you can't disprove that Santa Claus really doesn't exist or if there really isn't a person who can't read your mind. I mean, there are, I and many others can, can't say it for certain, but we can say that it is highly unlikely. So during your research, what was the coolest trick that you found? Oh, I have to say that psychic surgery was one of the cooler tricks. Basically, psychic surgery is when psychics don't use any tools or utensils like knives to cut into and operate on a person. It looks really convincing, like they're actually inside a person. Um, But all they use is chicken blood and guts. If you don't mind the sight of blood, I really suggest looking this up on YouTube. Wow, I haven't heard of this yet, but I'll definitely search it up. So, psychic surgery, is it dangerous? 
No, physically, no, no. However, this has become very popular in some third world countries and can be life threatening to participants who actually believe that it works. Let's say, like, if you get treated this way by psychic surgery and fall for the trickery, they probably won't seek other help, which can lead to further illness and even death. Um, in Brazil, it's become very popular. In 1995, there was an elderly psychic healer um, that specialized in treating cancer patients. What he would do was point his finger right at the right hand of his patients without actually touching them, spending 30 to 40 minutes with them supposedly curing the cancer. I don't, I, it probably didn't work. So, um, but it's, that was in 1995. So it's probably still continuing today in rural areas. What other kind of psychic activities are there other than the ones that you already mentioned? Well, there are tarot card readings, telekinesis, chai wheels, um, fortune tellers, and psychics who can speak to the dead like mediums. I'm sure we've all heard of the TLC show Long Island Medium, where she speaks to dead people. Um, there are probably numerous others I'm not mentioning, but that's just a few. So a long time ago when I was in middle school, I went to a friend's birthday party and the main attraction was this like fortune teller. And so have you ever had your palm read at similar parties? <laughs> I actually have. Um, it was quite a while ago, though. Um, probably at a carnival that I've been to. I remember being in a tent, and they were looking at my palms and just, like, tracing lines and saying some really random stuff. I remember it being kind of accurate, but definitely not too accurate. <laughs> have you ever had your own palm read, even at parties because our producer Cynthia Bryan has been the fortune teller at a lot of high school senior nights and somehow gets it right by guessing yeah I think it is by I think a lot of it is by probability and just high high um yeah, probability and just like knowing that a lot of stuff happened, like just saying stuff really generic. I have got my palm read before but not recently yeah horoscopes also work like that too Anyways, thanks so much. Good job. We're sorry we're out of time now, but uh, this is such a fun segment. You really have debunked psychic mediums and a lot of other parent and lots of paranormal activities. I guess it really pays to look behind the curtain. I'm Claire Durant. And I'm Young Juan. And Jane, you are really awesome, and we'd love to have you as part of our team. So we'll be in touch with more information, as I know our listeners around the world will look forward to Nerd Word. During the break, visit our creative community at btsya.com. Express yourself, Teen Radio will be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? 
Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Claire Duran. And I'm Young Juan. Today our show is focused on scams, fraud, and how to avoid the problems. Claire and I have more information for you. Claire, since you are our dump bum or data reporter, would you give us some examples of online predators? Absolutely. So I have two short stories today that happened to some of my close friends. Now, we most of us have, have been trained on the basics of online safety, and so I often feel like I'm immune to any online predators. But I think that's what makes us even more susceptible because we think we're too smart to get scammed that we start maybe not to think about the big picture. So think of this. How much information do you put online about yourself? For example, on your Facebook page, what you tweet. I have a lot of friends who I hear talk about being afraid what they put on their Facebook pages because of colleges. But what about other random people who you don't even know who could be looking at your page? So I have my friend, her name is Lucy. For privacy purposes, I changed her name, but she basically tweeted one day that she was going away on a trip with her family to Europe. She didn't specify the dates or anything like that. But coincidentally, that night that she had tweeted that, when her family left, she was robbed. Once the police came to talk to her about it and her family about it, they asked if who knew uh, who was going out, who knew that she was going to go out of town. And Lucy thought to herself, "Well, I am in trouble." Anyways, the police end up saying this is not the first time that this has happened. I mean, coincidence or not, they never found the guy, but it could have been because she was putting this information out online that she was going to be away that made her family vulnerable to being robbed. So bottom line, don't post anything that could put you in a vulnerable position. Anyways, my I have this other friend. Um, her name's Mary, and she had a really scary Facebook encounter um, this year at college. And it turns out that 
he was kind of a little bit of a stalker. And so she was out one weekend and this guy introduced herself. He came up to her and he was like a, kind of aggressive in the way he, he introduced himself as if like he had already known her or something. Anyway, so she was polite, said hello, introduced herself, but then went on with, to do her own thing. But when she got home that night, she had this text from an unknown number. And it was like, oh, hi, I'm this guy that you met earlier that night. And I got your number from a mutual friend or something. She, he didn't name him or anything like that. But she thought it was kind of weird. So she decided, like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm just going to ignore it and not going to respond. But the next morning, when she went on her Facebook, she had this friend request from that same guy. And so, obviously, like, she denied it because it was getting kind of creepy. And then later that day, she gets this inbox from him. And he's, like, telling her that she's this heartbreaker, that she better watch out, and that she's not as great as she thinks she is. And she was like, okay, this guy is, like, you know, he's kind of threatening me a little bit. And he seems, like, really unstable. So, first, she was kind of, you know, making it, like, okay, this guy's, like, a little, like, crazy, like, just considering the fact that, like, they've had maybe, like, a sentence worth of dialogue amongst themselves. But anyway, she was kind of, like, afraid still, too. And so she decided to, like, take it more seriously. And so she ended up going to um, the, her RA and printing out, like, the inboxes he had sent her and the text. And in the end, she ended up getting a restraining order from the boy while on campus grounds and so I asked her like how did you make the decision of whether or not to bring it to the RA and hall director and she said that like she was nervous at first to do it but she was happy she did because it turns out that the boy had other complaints filed against him from other girls with about his possessive and a little bit um threatening behavior towards them and so she was happy that it was it was solved before anything could have potentially happened. But I think it's safe to say that if you encounter a guy like this over Facebook, I think he's a dump him, dump him category. So yeah, it's really scary. You just have to be aware, like and equip yourself with, you know, all these different stories from your friends that whether or not you are being sought out or you are in a position where you're putting your information out there, it's really important to just double check what you're doing and not put potentially dangerous information out there, but then also like knowing how to handle yourself if you are in a situation where you feel threatened. Yeah, I totally agree with that, how both parts of that are important. It's important to stay safe, but if a situation like this comes around, it is doubly important to know how to be safe in that situation. So I have a couple tips for everybody so that we can be aware and that we can be safe from scams. And last year alone, 16 million households fell victim to identity theft. So it's obviously happening a lot more than we suspect. And although I always roll my eyes when my mom like gives me a stat about how I should be safer on Facebook or Twitter, these things happen a lot and it does it is worth it to stay safe. And so the first tip is never provide personal information such as an address or credit card number on any website. It may sound like something really basic that everybody should know, but Websites are really tricky and they're always trying to get they all I remember a long time ago there was this whole phase where I was really into taking surveys and all these IQ tests. And at the very end of the survey it would always say 
put in your phone number or address to get your results. And so make sure to stay away from those things. And if things are sound too good to be true, they often are. As our reporter Ryan was talking about scholarships and how they'll tell you they'll give you $10,000 if you pay $100 first, these things are most definitely scams. And my fourth point or third point goes along with this. Make sure to check and research scholarships and summer camps. Summer camps can be ridiculously expensive, and they say they're really prestigious, but all they really do is steal your money. So it's really important to search up the summer camps that you're interested in so that you can go to an actual summer camp that is worth your time and your money. And five, never click on the links and emails from strangers because... They can do weird stuff to, like, send you viruses or obtain your information without you even knowing it. And and the last tip is something really basic, but reset your password often and make sure not to make it something obvious such as your name or, like, four digits such as 1111 or, like, 1234. And so it's really important to stay safe. And some tips for avoiding telemarketing fraud. So it's... It's very difficult to get your money back if you've been cheated over the telephone. Before you buy anything by telephone, remember these things. Don't fly from an unfamiliar company. Legitimate businesses understand that you want more information about their company and are happy to comply. Always ask for and wait until you receive written material about any offer or charity. If you get brochures about costly investments, ask someone whose financial advice you trust to review them. But unfortunately, Beware, not everything down is written down is true. But unfortunately, we're out of time. But thanks for joining us to hear on Express Yourself, Teen Radio, as always. We want to thank you for thank our innovative network director of Voice America Kids, Perry DeMum, for giving us the opportunity to broadcast and, and a big shout out and thank you to our broadcast director, Bruce Solstein, which is always who's always seeking ways to help us better our sound. I'm Claire Durant. And I'm Young Juan. And don't forget to report scams to the FBI and local police. It's the best thing that you can do if you are scammed. And we want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free. Get involved with Be The Star You Are Charity. Buy books and t-shirts in our store. Sign up for our free newsletter and make a donation to keep Be The Star You are alive. You have been listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. Thank you for always tuning in every week. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life changing program on Express Yourself. Thanks for joining us, and until next week, remember, Express Yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine.
between the lines if you would let yourself